Hey guys, welcome to the Lonnie Swain Show. I'm your host, Lonnie Swain. You can find me on Instagram at L-O-N-I-S-W-A-I-N. The podcast is on Instagram as well, at Lonnie Swain Show. Now, what we do here is talk about life, love, relationships. I share my stories and I invite guests to share their stories and tips on how we can all live our best and most authentic personal and professional lives. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about my five favorite self-care acts. And I want you to be very clear that you will not not here, go to the spa, take yourself out on a date. That's not going to be on this list. This is a whole different list because unfortunately, I feel like social media has glamorized and really oversimplified exactly what self-care actually is. And it, it seems as though self-care is often reduced to just making improvements to your physical appearance. And while, of course, these things can make you feel good in the moment, of course. Yet if you have toxic habits before and after that spa day, um, it's really hard to keep that momentum going and maintain the zen that you achieved on the massage table. But the self-care that I'm focusing on today is the care that I feel will help take care of me throughout my lifetime and make it so that Truthfully, I will need fewer and fewer massages and fewer and fewer vacations because my everyday life will be so peaceful. Um, Personally, I found these acts of self-care to have improved my self-esteem, to take care of my spirit, my energy, my overall mental well-being. And I encourage you to try one, at least one of them today and see if you notice the difference. Um, So let me get into my list of five. Number one, honestly acknowledging feelings. Sounds simple enough, right? But we're in a world that promotes, quote unquote, catch flights, not feelings. You know, the little light switch. You see that meme, a little light switch on off, feelings turned off. And it's hard to imagine that feelings aren't a terminal illness. There is nothing wrong with catching feelings, having feelings. It's it's human. And it's actually empowering to honestly communicate them. So for me, it's been one of the best things that I could have ever started doing, being a person that's always in my head. I'm a Virgo. I overanalyze everything. So I usually come at everything from a place of logic as opposed to feeling. If you ask me, how do you feel about this? I'll say, well, you know, I think that blah, blah, blah. But no, not what you think. How do you feel about it? And to actually tap into what you're feeling and be able to call and identify feelings by name is truly a skill that has to be acquired and practiced and and honed in on. And to be able to do it in a safe space is also very important and with people who will be supportive. But I didn't realize how much stress and anxiety was being caused by simply not acknowledging what or how I felt Um, when possible communicating these feelings with other people that you feel safe with is even better because if that opportunity isn't available you can start with a journal where you can acknowledge your feelings privately to yourself find a therapist that you can talk to um, but you can only begin to honor your feelings after you start recognizing them and calling them by name for yourself because what I tell people too is that the beauty in acknowledging your feelings and being able to communicate them with people is it gives you 
the opportunity to be vulnerable. And in that vulnerability, there is a risk of being hurt. But if someone rejects you or responds negatively to your vulnerability, then that is a surefire, quick way to identify that they are not the person for you or not someone that you should invest too much more time or energy into. Or maybe, you know, they need to do some growing and working through some issues of their own first. And then, um, you know, but that's a good way to identify that. Number two, trusting intuition. Okay, this is a big one. Um, Doubting myself has really been one of my biggest mistakes. Um, So much power in your gut, trusting what you feel. But first, you got to acknowledge it, of course. It's, It's where the answers to most of our questions lie. So most of our frustrations and regrets can all usually lead back to ignoring our intuition. So if we feel it or don't feel it, honor that, that it is there for a reason and it helps us to identify who and what are for and not for us. It will help you navigate making better choices to serve your highest and greatest good, which I believe is the ultimate self-care. Number three, saying the word no. Um, So many memes surrounding no, like no is a complete sentence, Um, not feeling guilty about it. And I've been a person that's always shied away from it because I felt like um, appeasing people and that Southern belle, you know, wanting to to be in everyone's good graces and, and saying no was the opposite of that in my mind. So how many times have you overcommitted yourself in the name of being nice and helpful? Um, Where did that leave you? Feeling depleted and tired with not enough left for you or the ones that you love the most? Probably so. Uh, Most of us were taught to be nice and that often included doing things for others that would help them out, but may not necessarily be convenient for us or our best interest. And it set the tone for putting others before ourselves. And I think this is an especially prominent issue with women and being nurturers and caretakers that we do a lot of self-sacrifice. And sometimes it's rewarded, but more often For me, I felt like it came with a hefty cost of feeling drained and unappreciated. So I say honor your right to say no to what does not work for you or your schedule. And the people that truly appreciate and value you will understand. And those that don't will be revealed. So I consider that a win-win situation. So practice saying no today to something that you know you don't want to do that doesn't serve you or a meme that I like is stop saying yes to shit that you hate. Number four, eliminating toxic people and behavior. We often normalize what we experience regularly for better or for worse. Many of us have experienced traumas in our childhood that set the stage for repeated harmful behavior in our adulthood or the acceptance of hurtful behavior. This continues the cycle of hurt in our lives. After we acknowledge how people and things truly make us feel, trust in our gut and those feelings and saying no to them, we really have to take action to eliminate these things from our lives. Because far too often we can clearly identify and articulate what and who isn't working in our best interest in our lives, but we don't take the actions necessary to remove them. We know what we need to do, but we don't do it. Um, We often fear an unknown happiness more than a familiar misery. Let that sink in. 
we're more comfortable being miserable because we know that misery than to step out and do something different and let that fear of the unknown stifle us. So eliminate the negatives and just watch your your life elevate after that. Um, number five. Oh, and, and let me just say this, too, with the eliminating toxic people and behavior. I, ha- I had a conversation with one of my girlfriends recently, and we were talking about how, you know, so often in family dynamics, we're convinced that we have to tolerate people in their poor behavior because they're family. And it's like, oh, well, you know how your cousin is. or Oh, you know how your brother is. That's just that's just how he is. But that doesn't mean that you have to tolerate his poor behavior because that's how he is. When are we going to require and challenge the people in our lives to step up and treat people the way that they want to be treated? You know, it starts with us and we have to demand it because what we allow is what will continue. So if you keep saying, oh, that's just how he is, that's how he's going to continue to be. And you don't have to deal with that. Number five, celebrating and actively seeking what you desire. So people often ask me, well, how did you find out about that event? And how did you find out about X, Y, or Z? It's usually because I actively sought out X, Y, and Z because I'm interested in that product, that activity, that experience. A lot of times I think that we can fall into the rut of being observers and not active participants in our own lives. So by that, I mean, we take what we're given and life just kind of happens to us instead of for us or by us. So if you like when people invite you to places, tell them, accept their invites, invite them to do things that you think you would both enjoy. Finding your joy sometimes takes effort. Most times it takes effort. So don't be afraid to take some initiative, get on Groupon and look for new fun experiences that you think you would enjoy or try a new restaurant or try new things. Or if you've been, you know, something you've always wanted to do was take a dance class, go do it. Seek it out just because, you know, the opportunity doesn't fall into your lap doesn't mean that it's not there and doesn't mean that it's not available to you or a good idea for you to do it. Just put a little effort into it. So those are my five tips. I'll go through them once again. Number one, honestly acknowledging feelings. Number two, trusting intuition. Number three, saying no, N-O. Number four, eliminating toxic people and behavior. Number five, celebrating and actively seeking what you desire. I hope that these tips help you as much as they have helped me and they are still a work in progress in implementing them in my day-to-day life. But I promise you they have done so much good for me and I think that they would do a lot of good for a lot of people. Um, So try them out. Let me know what you think. Thanks again for listening. Of course, you can listen, rate, subscribe, share. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor FM, Google Play Music, and SoundCloud. Until next time, go where you are celebrated and appreciated, not just tolerated. I would love to hear your feedback. Let me know what you think about this episode and other episodes. You can hit me up, info at LonnieSwain.com or on any of my social media platforms at Lonnie Swain. I look forward to talking to you next time.